Hi, my name is Gabby. I am a senior library assistant. My pronouns are she, her, and my favorite spooky thing are skulls. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm a children's librarian. My pronouns are she, her, and my favorite spooky thing is jack-o'-lanterns. My name is Brittany. I'm a library services supervisor. My pronouns are she, her, and my favorite spooky thing is cryptid. And this is the Ask Us Desk. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> gather round boy or wait what was i gonna say gather round ghosts and ghouls for a thrilling set of spooky things i don't know what that was <laughs> i like it it was like a, an interesting take on uh, all you cool cats and kittens <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> We are the Ask Us Desk. We are three library professionals who are here to answer your questions about libraries, librarians, books, and lots of spooky things. You can send us your questions or comments to askuspod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at askuspod. We are also doing a year-long reading challenge called the Ask Us Reading Challenge, where we have different reading prompts for um you to follow along with. We are also recommending books for the different prompts on different episodes, but this episode is a little bit different, which we'll get into in just a moment. Uh, but if you'd like to play along with the reading challenge, um, share a picture of the book with the prompt on social media. You can tag us on Twitter and Instagram at askuspod and use the hashtag askusreadingchallenge. And I think it's time for us to do a drawing for a winner for this season of the challenge. That's right. We've got six entries with four different people because as um, Brittany just mentioned, each picture uh, that represents a prompt that you've submitted counts as an entry. So we have two people who have submitted two prompts and then uh, two other people who have submitted one. So I have them right here in front of me. And I thought it would be kind of fun um, to do like a, I'll put like three in this hand and three in this hand, and then you'll just say like right or left. Right. Okay. So now I'm going to put like one in this hand and two in this hand. Okay. Right or left. Right. Okay. We'll do it one more time. Left. <laughs> I, th I was wondering if you would be like, do a wild card or just keep picking right. Oh, and <laughs> I swear I didn't bring this. It's my friend, Cassie. Woo, Cassie. <laughs> Woo, so you have won a $25 gift card to bookshop.org. And we'll figure out how to get that to you and announce it on our social medias. Jazz hands. That <laughs> <laughs> no one can see but us. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> it's time for the awkward reading update. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! This uh, is my favorite part. <laughs> now this is the best. I'm just going to settle in. I wish I had an alcoholic beverage, but it's like 4.30 here. So that would be a little bit early. It's, it's way after five o'clock here. So <laughs> yeah, run and grab you one. Um, so... Last time I mentioned that I had picked up um, a title called Accidentally in Love. Oh, we remember. <laughs> Lest you forget. 
Um, and I was a little concerned that it was going to be the end of the road for me as far as uh, monster romance. Um, it is not. I loved it. I loved everything about this this book. Um, I did giggle a lot because there are there's some you know verbiage that is hysterical. Um, if you are 12 in your mind, which I am. So, um, yes, there are tentacles involved. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just Brittany shaking her head. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think there aren't tentacles. They are, there are definitely tentacles. Um, but what's, what's the plot of this book? So the plot of this book, um, it follows, uh, Sloan who is a private investigator. Um, so every, almost everyone in this world has magical abilities. And um, so the setup is sort of, there's there are groups of people um, called sages who believe these powers come from the ancient gods, sort of the eldritch, El, is that how you say that, eldritch? Mm-hmm. Yeah, figures. Um, but those, those gods have mostly gone to sleep. And so they are not active or present. Um, And then you sort of have um, a modern religion. I don't remember the name of, but it's essentially magical Christianity, (laughs) if you will, um, that's monotheistic um, and like requires people to register their magical powers. It's, it's It's some interesting, like light, interesting commentary on um appropriation and how uh colonization maybe but not maybe not that because it's just it's more religiously based than like land-based if that makes any sense um but so sloan is a sage he was raised by sages and his parents were murdered when he was a young child um and he has a particular gift that not all magic users have um, where he can summon divine light. And that's not a super spoiler. Um, and, um, and then he runs into one of these old gods that is not in fact asleep. And, um, that old God is trying to avenge the murder of one of his followers. And so they team up and fall in love and it's really cute. Um, Locke, the elder god, he's very sassy, like, I'm a god, why would you not love me? Why do you, and he's the, like, he's like a trickster god, so you've got some Loki vibes. Um, He is also where the tentacles come in. (laughs) But he's real cute. Um, And Sloan is like, I just, I just need to work, like, this, like, I just need to pay my bills, what is happening to my life? Um, and so there's some mystery, there's some drama. It's very funny. Um, it was just really cute. I really loved it. Um, they had great banner. Um, there are some very spicy, sexy scenes, uh, again, uh, involving tentacles. So if that's not for you, um, don't go here. Don't, (laughs) (laughs) don't, don't go here. Um, but I loved it so much that I immediately bought uh the second in the series which is called Kraken my heart <laughs> oh no <laughs> wow oh my god i love um, it i love it and uh and so yeah so my adventures uh in in weird monster romance continue 
spooky. Yeah, so, it's got some good spooky vibes. If you are into this, highly recommend for the season. So does he have tentacles all the time? So, n- no. Um, okay. So he inhabits a human-appearing vessel. Um, for the majority of the story, he does have like a true god form that um, you do see later in the story. Um, but the... <laughs> So when his uh, when he's not utilizing the tentacles, which there are things other other than sexy times, um, they sort of look like tattoos on him, um, and they detach. <laughs> huh. Okay. Because you just said he was attractive or he was hot, and I was like, I'm sorry, Gabby, is this a thing? Yeah, I was like, I was picturing, you know, like how there's like Cthulhu the big like monster yeah. he has like muscular arms or something but I'm or like, like Squidward. I still wouldn't handsome like Squidward. yeah handsome Squidward <laughs> you got ripped <laughs> no no he inhabits a human a human vessel uh mo- most of the time um think like cast from Supernatural um and I know so when I was picturing these characters as I was reading and I think I aged them up a little bit in my head like Sloan's in his late 20s like it's not when I say age up it's not like he was 17 that that would have weirded me out a lot um but for Locke the elder god I was kind of picturing like um Kevin McKidd um because he's got kind of an accent too in the book so interesting I think yeah, we both Brittany. We both go interesting at the same time. Um, I hope that you continue to read these books, these interesting books, and discuss them with us. Um, uh, so far, I I'm still I'm still on board with this. I haven't been scared off yet. So you should read what is it, the Ice Planet Barbarians? I keep seeing that one. Um, so yeah. I hear, yeah, I hear a lot about that. They that may have to be my next venture. Um, well, I'm reading a kind of spooky Halloween classic, "Something Wicked This Way Comes" by Ray Bradbury. Um, actually, listening to the audiobook, um, it's pretty fun. Uh, if you don't know the premise, it is about this spooky circus that comes to town, and weird things start happening um i'm about halfway through it right now it's a fun fast read so um if you like ray bradbury definitely pick it up um and if you just want something that's super halloweeny it's fun so yeah that's something wicked this way comes by ray bradbury so i just finished cemetery boys by aiden thomas and i'm going to talk about that more when we talk about our update our spooky things updates but it's uh basically the story of a young teen trans boy who um, lives in a magical community of brujos and um, brujas. And more than anything, he wants to activate his brujo powers, but um, he is meeting some resistance from his community and his family. But this whole book is about a journey of um, falling in love with a ghost and all sorts of cool stuff and uh, activating those powers and just being awesome. And it's really spooky. It's perfect for the season. It's sort of the climax is on Dia de los Muertos. 
Okay, so now for the spooky updates. For our last spooky spectacular, which you can go back and listen to if you haven't, we go all out and we list every spooky thing that we can think of that we love. And it's a great episode. We talked about a lot of stuff. So that's why this year, while we really wanted to do one, we were like, oh, we got to do something different because (laughs) we basically talked about Uh, We basically talked about everything that we could have possibly talked about in terms of uh, spooky classics and things that we are nostalgic about, etc. But we have some updates. So who wants to go first with their spooky update? (laughs) Not Brittany. (laughs) She's shaking her head. Um, I can go. It was basically the first thing was my currently reading because I just finished it. Cemetery Boys by Aidan Thomas. And like I said, it's just um, sort of like a coming of age teen love story, uh, main character. Um, I read the book, I didn't listen to the audiobook, so I'm gonna like mangle all the pronunciations of everything, but I think uh, Yadriel um, is the name of the main character and they go by Yads sometimes. Um, so that's the main character. He is a trans teen and he lives in a house in a cemetery um, with his uh, witchy family, the um, Bruhex uh, community that he lives in. And so he and his uh, cousin, um, whose name I think is Maritot, and what is his cousin's name? Um, I forget his cousin's name, but he and his cousin go on this adventure where they're running around um, trying to basically prove that he's a, a brujo because his his uh, father isn't like giving him the chance to complete the ceremony on his uh, quinceanera to become like, you get your magical powers from the lady of death. Um, and he never got that opportunity. So they make his uh, little dagger and uh, he does the ceremony and that's at the beginning of the book and he's imbued with the powers of the brujo. But now he feels like he has to prove himself um, and prove that he has these powers to his family. So he's going to solve the murder of his cousin, Miguel, who's gone missing. Um, but along the way, he comes across this other ghost who's really cute, <laughs> um, whose name is Julian. And he's like, falls in love with the ghost, basically, <laughs> as you do. Um, and it's a really, it's a good story. I was kind of... Um, there were some beats of it that were a little bit predictable, like in terms of like who the bad guy really is and the story, but also there were some twists and turns that I wasn't expecting. So it was, it was a really good book and um, I highly recommend it. It's got some good representation in it and fun characters. So that was the cemetery, or I don't know if it's, there's a the Cemetery Boys by Aiden Thomas. Yeah, I've heard that's really, really good. I want to read that one. Um, So, okay, I'm going to try to be good and narrow things down. Um, I haven't really read a lot of horror stuff recently because I'm just now, because it's finally October, I was putting that off. Mm -hmm. So I don't have any, a lot of new horror book recommendations. Um, But I do have some different media and then I have a mystery book, which I think I talked about in a past episode. Um, So I'll talk about that real fast. Um, It is the first in the Dublin Murder Squad. It's In the Woods by Tana French. And I am starting The Likeness, which is the sequel, probably today or tomorrow. And um, they are amazing mysteries, kind of thrillers. 
Um, there's they have really kind of good spooky vibes because you're not, it's a little bit of like who do you trust? Um, and so if you like mysteries but you don't like real horror where there's like something supernatural or you know the occult or anything, then this would be up your alley. Um, but for me, new media, I wanted to recommend, I'm sure everybody is watching this or has watched it or has heard about it, is Squid Game. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's a Korean um, horror show and it is phenomenal. I binge watched it um, and I need a season two, like right now. So good. <laughs> um, I There's an episode that I bawled my eyes out and I got mad at my partner for not shedding a tear. So I'm pretty sure... He is a robot for not <laughs> in an episode. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um, but yeah, so Squid Game is great. The premise is uh, is that there are these group of people who are in massive amounts of debt. Like there's no way that they can pay it off. They're, you know, stuff that's going on in their personal lives is just not great. They just feel kind of like the end of the rope. There are no other options. And they are then approached by this mysterious, mysterious people who are saying, hey, we play this game with us. If you win, we'll give you money. And then at first, it's just kind of this is like kind of um, I can't describe the game. It's kind of like you're hitting a card with another card and you're trying to flip it over. Um, and after that, they're then given a business business card saying, OK, meet us at this place and we're going to then take you somewhere else where we can give you even more money over playing more games. And then they quickly realize that these games are very dangerous. I'm not giving anything away. If you watch the trailer, you will see all of this. Um, if you lose the game, you will die. And so they're winning for this, like, it's like so many, I think billions of won, like the Korean uh, currency um, to win. And they're thinking, okay, this is how I'm going to be able to get, get over through debt that I'm in. Um, but it's a, so good. I have this really interesting take on, I think, kind of just capitalism in a way and just how a lot of people are struggling, but it's a, such a smart horror show and it's thrilling and I cannot type, talk highly about, enough about it. So good. And then a horror movie that I watched recently um, is The Babysitter and the sequel, The Babysitter Killer Queen. The sequel came out last year in 2020 and the first one came out in 2017. Um, without giving away any spoilers, premises is about this boy who has a babysitter. She's gorgeous. And he uh, kind of grew up with her. Like he loves her, to, you know, the family loves her. Well, finds out she's part of a satanic cult and <laughs> things go crazy um it is a horror comedy um so it's it's definitely there are some gory parts in it um but I loved it I thought it was just going to be another kind of like a b horror movie kind of cheesy no I immediately watched the sequel like the same night it's really really good but so those are my new recommendations um and I'm going to try to I'm going to stop talking now because I have a lot more but I'll let <laughs> I actually have watched a horror movie this year, you guys. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, I need to know which one. Uh, you are, you do. I've talked about it because I only have the one. So, and it is Army of the Dead, which was a Netflix film that came out earlier this year, nowhere near Halloween. It is a zombie heist movie. Um, I think is how I would describe it. <laughs> Man, um, <it's> <laughs> 
Uh, so it is set uh, in Las Vegas, uh, post zombie apocalypse. And um, it stars Dave Bautista. And he is approached by a man who tells, who tells Dave, I don't remember his character's name, who tells Dave that the American government, like they're gonna destroy what's left of Las Vegas. So Las, uh, Las Vegas has been completely overrun by zombies. Um, they built a wall around it to contain them, but they're gonna destroy it, you know, you know where, and it's, it'll be over, the zombie apocalypse will be over kind of a thing. Um, so this guy comes to Dave Bautista's character and says, you know, when everyone fled Las Vegas, they didn't take all the money. And in one of the hotels, there's oodles and oodles of money left in this safe. I don't remember the exact number. And so what you wind up getting is like this Ocean's Eleven uh, style gang get together um, to go into the infested remnants of Las Vegas to recover this cash. And of course, they all get a take and all of that. And, you know, if, you know, if they survive, you, they get the money or some of the money. It has an amazing cast. Um, it is very gory. Um, I did watch through some fingers at some points. There's a zombie tiger, which was kind of cool. And it, uh, Tig Notaro is in it. And that was the first thing I had ever seen her in. And I am obsessed. I love, I love her so much. So yeah, but do highly recommend if you like zombies at all. Um, it was it was pretty fantastic, and there are it it did leave some room for uh, possible follow ups. Yeah, as you talked about that some more, I remember seeing the trailer for that one too. I think that that looks good. I haven't watched it yet though. Um, I just also wanted to throw in there. I watched uh, the 1992 Candyman movie. And the new 2021 Candyman movie. And I really enjoyed both of them. And I really liked the 1992 version. I don't know, it was different than I thought it was gonna be. So the story of Candyman is like this uh, villain who is a supernatural in nature who climbs through uh, the like medicine cabinet um <laughs> mirror in your bathroom and will like slice you with his hook hands I'm and <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so this is based on real murders that happened in um Chicago in like the 80s I think and then it's sort of glued together with this I want to say I always get these people confused I want to say Clive Barker book and um it's turned into this movie that's kind of weird that has to do with um this candy man being a supernatural entity instead of like a real serial killer and then um it's sort of the 1992 version is really fascinating because it feels almost more like a dracula movie it's very like uh the main the main candy man guy has these like monologues where he's like really like dramatic and he kind of like floats and stuff and it's really cool and I just really enjoyed the atmosphere of that movie. I do think that there were a lot of weirdly handled, you know, race things happening in that because it takes place in the um, south side of Chicago in uh, this one like um, projects area. And the main character is this like white lady who's like a, a I guess a folklorist who's like studying the folklore Candyman. And so she like goes in and she's like, tell me about Candyman. And she ends up like being uh, super tormented by Candyman. 
the update is about like it's centered around these uh artists who are like black artists who are moving into like a gentrified area and it's like the same universe but it's like 20 years later or however many years later after all that stuff happens and and our main character gets kind of similarly like possessed by this idea of candy man and um there's like moments in it that are really just like scary and nerve-wracking like I felt like the updated, the, you know, the sequel that was made this year was like a little bit more like what we expect from a horror movie today. And it had less of that weirdness that I kind of enjoyed from the 1992 version because it was just so weird, but it was still a good movie and I enjoyed it a lot. So that was Candyman. I've said it a couple of times now, so I better watch it. You're not supposed to say it five times. <laughs> Oh, I'll have to go back and listen to see how many uh, <laughs> how many times I said it. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not looking in a mirror. You're supposed to say it five times looking in a mirror, and then he comes out and he kills you. So haven't done that. <laughs> you should try it, Gabby. Yeah, you should try it, Gabby. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> Anything else from you, Gabby, that you spooky-wise? A little less on the spook, more maybe on the fall monster vibes. I started listening to a podcast called D and D and D, which is either Dinner and Dungeons and Dragons or Dungeons and Dragons and Dinner. I don't remember which. And it started, I believe, in 2018. And um, I think they had to take a break because of COVID, but I think there are like 60 something episodes. And I, I think they are coming back. Um, but it is a lot of fun. It's this group of, of friends, um, who get together for a dinner party and then they play Dungeons and Dragons and there, and I know there are, are several podcasts like this, um, but they are a really fun group. Um, they're very creative as far as, um, sort of the, the role play and the dialogue and how they handle the battles. Um, so it makes it a lot of fun. And the characters they chose are, are a lot of fun as well. One of them plays a very old halfling called Marjorie Sticks, <laughs> which is hilarious. And she does a hilarious job. And so I think I'm six or seven episodes in. Um, it's just, it's a lot of fun. A lot of, you know, fighting monsters and supernatural events. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And also as an sort of a side to that, two of the people who uh, are involved in the D&D and D podcast have a separate co- podcast called Dead Meat, uh, which I have not listened to because it sounds terrifying. They are both very enjoyable in the D&D and D podcast and in their Dead Meat podcast, um, they do two things. They do, they have a, sec- a segment called, I think it's called Kill Count, um, where they go through and, and do like tallies of, of bodies in horror movies. And then they also do uh, reviews of horror movies and they also have a YouTube channel and I believe the two people that run that are Chelsea Rebecca and James A. Janice um, so like I said I have not listened to Dead Meat but they are both awesome in D&D and D so if either one of those things um, seems up your alley I am I, I guarantee you D&D and D is enjoyable and I am certain that Dead Meat is as well yeah, you recommended uh, Booze Pod last year for yes. Spooky 
uh, are spectacular and that was really great. Unfortunately, they're taking a hiatus, but you could go back and listen to all their, their old episodes and the one that I'm on. <laughs> um, that was a, uh, that was a really good recommendation. So I, I like your podcast recommendations. Oh, thank you. Now it's time for our spooky submissions. Let's see what our listeners are into books movies podcasts video games what are they into let's find out hello this is lauren from seattle and this spooky season i definitely have to recommend buffy the vampire slayer because it is one of the best series of literally all time and it has so many great spooky episodes particularly the halloween episodes um the uh what was it called hush oh my god so fantastic and then in addition to that i definitely have to recommend stranger things um all of the seasons because they are very 80s, very wonderful, super spooky, have a lot of different references to a lot of different 80s movies, which makes a great segue into watching a bunch of 80s horror like Night of the Creeps and other Tom Adkins movies um, because he is just like Hopper in the show. Um, so I super... Is it Hopper or Hooper? Yeah, Hopper. Hopper. Okay, cool. Sorry, sometimes I get the name wrong. But anyways, I highly recommend those. And uh, yeah, happy Halloween. My all-time favorite scary stories are both by Michelle Paver. They're Dark Matter and Thin Air. They're both so, so, so good, and I cannot recommend them enough. Um, they're both in unconventional settings, which is why, partly why I love them so much. The first one, Dark Matter, is set during an Arctic expedition, and the second one, um, Thin Air, is set during a mountain climbing expedition. They are both standalones, but... You know, there's no reason why they can't be set in the same universe because the lore of the of the ghost stories is kind of similar, but they are completely separate, so you can read them in any order. I can't recommend them enough, and I think I will reread them this Halloween, and I'm really excited to do that. So, yeah, read them. Hi, Ask Us. This is Joe from Texas calling in with my favorite scary media. I'm a big fan of horror video games. I've liked a lot of the older stuff from Alone in the Dark to Resident Evil and Parasite Eve, which I'm playing through right now, um, to newer stuff like The Last of Us and The Moons of Madness. Okay, so October is the best creepy season book time. Um, The obvious person is always Stephen King, which I do love The Shining, but... I think Stephen King's, one of his underrated novels that I love is Duma Key. So highly recommend Duma Key by Stephen King. Uh, His son has written a very creepy book called Heart Shaped Box. I highly recommend. Uh, If you want something funnier, uh, Christopher Moore, I think, with Dirty Job. A Dirty Job is very October, but pretty funny. And then the creepiest book that I have ever read in my entire life is Fever Dream by George R.R. Martin. There is a scene in it that I cannot get out of my head. Super creepy. Highly, highly recommend. Um, Great October read. And it's not too long either. So it's perfect. Wow, those were some really good submissions that I have totally listened to by the time we're recording this. And that I didn't add later, so I have no idea what they said. So, good, good job, everyone. 
thank you to those who did submit. Um, we always get excited whenever anyone does. So um, I guess we should let people know if those who have not sent in submissions, like a little bit how to do it. Like the easiest way that I have found to explain to anybody how to send in a voice memo or voice recording is go to our Instagram. It's at askuspod. Go into our, where our website is. It's a link tree and you just click on the button. There's a little thing in there that says, send in a voice recording. And then I think you have to download the app and then um, I, Joe did. I don't, oh, he did. Yeah. On, I, on my iPhone, I don't have to download the app or anything. Oh, it goes. He doesn't have an iPhone. He's no. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it just opens up the Anchor FM website and then I can just, it says allow microphone. You say allow and then you just like kind of give a voicemail. But you can also do it from your computer. I think it's like, um, what's our website? It's like Anchor FM slash ask us desk slash messages or something like that don't quote me on that but <laughs> probably what Brittany described is easier to, to get to if you want to just do it from your phone because it has a built-in uh, mm -hmm. little recorder thing that you can do um but yes I love hearing people's spooky suggestions or as Joe calls them spoopy spoopy <laughs> yeah I've heard people say that stuff that's spoopy is like cute fun spooky stuff oh, okay is like horror like stabby stab yeah i need the spooky i need the yeah i want to be scared and and gabby wants the spooky yeah i, I, I wish for the spooky <laughs> <laughs> so on that note since we know that gabby is not um totally interested in horror movies um like Brittany and i seem to like them a little bit more we put together this fun little quiz. So it's going to be called Spot the Fake. And um, I did kind of rip this off of, um, if you're a My Brother, My Brother and Me fan, that they have their Candle Nights thing where they have, they do Hallmark Christmas movies. Um, and But you have to like guess the fake one. So I just did like B-horror movies. And um, so we will read the like synopsis and the tagline for three different B-horror movies. And one of them is fake that I made up. So you can try and spot the fake. I was a little bit disappointed because uh, Danny guessed all of them like immediately. And I was like, <laughs> dang it. But does he like horror? He does, but he's never seen any of those. Uh -huh. But I guess maybe he just knows well enough to where he was like able to tell so I don't know we'll find out <laughs> I have no horror intuition so <laughs> okay so um I can do round one and then maybe you could do round two Brittany and then I can do round three since your voice is kind of going Sounds good. um okay so round one blood gallons of the stuff that's what this round is called <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so our first one is Blood Beach from 1980. Something or someone is attacking people one by one on the beach. Some of them are mutilated, but most of them are sucked into the sand, disappearing without a trace. Tagline, it's a nice place to visit, but you don't want to die there. <laughs> so that's our first one, Blood Beach. Okay, option number two. Alien blood from 1999. How far would a mother go to get her child home safely if home dot 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 were another planet? And the tagline is, they want your blood. 
that's it. That's the tagline. Don't <laughs> Straight, all. Straightforward to the point. And our third, so that was alien blood. So our third option, blood-soaked Salem. It's 1692, Salem, Massachusetts, during the witch trials, except this time, the witches fight back. Tagline, these witches really know how to paint the town red. <laughs> uh, my guess for the fake would be B, alien blood. You would think so, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, Lordy mercy. So that's a real movie. And um, the, I guess, movie poster or, or video cover for it, I don't know, is hilariously bad. It looks kind of like this, like, you know, 1999, like what animation and like CG animation looks like. It's like this alien with this big head. Anyway, you can Google it. Um, that's a real one. So alien blood is real and the other real one is blood beach the first one that i mentioned no so, way so blood soaked salem which um <laughs> my original version of that movie that um i got some workshop feedback from my husband who said to take this part <laughs> out i said except this time they fight back with machine guns and he was like that's too much <laughs> <laughs> i was like but but I want to watch that movie. I do too. You <laughs> really need to write some horror, Amanda. I want out to- of the three. I was like, I think I'd actually watch the third one, so I'm not gonna guess. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Round two is called Technology Gone Haywire. First option is Evil Speak, came out in 1981. The premise is an outcast military cadet taps into a way to summon demons and cast spells on his tormentors through his computer. Tagline, data incomplete. Human blood needed. <laughs> Option two is Frankenstein, 1993. A door-to-door -door computer salesman unknowingly sells a computer to an evil mad scientist who wants to use the computer parts and his body parts. Tagline, it's alive, but it wants you dead. And then the last option is Brain Scan 1994. A teenager is part of an interactive video game where he kills innocent victims. Later, the murders become real. Tagline, goodbye reality, welcome virtual reality. Mm. What was the name of the first movie again? Evil Speak. A is my guess for the fake one. You would be wrong. Oh. Um, Amanda is so good at this. <laughs> she is. That, um, Evil Speak and Brain Scan that are both correct. They're both real movies. And the made up one is Frankenscreen about the door-to-door -door computer salesman. <laughs> yeah, all of your movies, Amanda, I want to watch. <laughs> But I thought that the evil speak one was interesting because it was very specific and very strange. It's an outcast military cadet mm -hmm. that's tormented at his military academy. And so he, he creates a computer that kills people. And I'm like, that's so specific and so weird. But that's a real movie. Is it like Cadet Kelly? But like... <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly like Cadet Kelly. Yes. 
Uh, round three, creature features. So the first one is Orca, 1977. A hunter squares off against a killer whale seeking vengeance for the death of its mate. Tagline, terror just beneath the surface. Orcas are terrifying. They're called killer whales for a reason. Oh my gosh. Um, number two is it's literally S S S S S S S S from 1973. A college student becomes a lab assistant to a scientist who is working on a serum that can transform humans into snakes. Tagline: Terror is ready to strike. <laughs> and then the last one is Bobcats from 1984. A group of hikers get lost in the Santa Ynez mountainside. One by one, they fall prey to a vicious bobcat. Tagline, here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Uh, my guess for the fake one is going to be C, bobcat. <laughs> ding, 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 you got one. <laughs> I thought you were going to vote for Dude, <laughs> uh, It was like if she was making that I don't think she'd make that up like that's one of those things that's so stupid you could not <laughs> you could not like no <laughs> yeah yeah so that's a real movie it's just a bunch of s's it's like um I think it's like what like seven s's it's one capital s and then a bunch of s's so you can you can find that b movie and and orca as well those are real movies <laughs> So good job, you got one, yay, you win. For those of you playing along at home, I hope you also um, did well out there. Here's a gold star. Ding. Ding. And now Gabby is going to quiz Brittany and myself on some horror movies and see how much we actually know about horror movies. It might be a lot or it might not. Let's find out. We're gonna start out, we're gonna ease in, all right. What is the name of the main villain in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Bzz. Yes, Brittany. Leatherface? <laughs> you didn't even get the multiple choice part. Oh, damn it. <laughs> wow. Okay, Brittany, right out of the gate. Go for it. Did I get it right? You did. One of the multiple choice options was Slicey McStabby. Um, <laughs> okay, I want to hear the, option, the multiple choice. Can you please name them? Tell me what they are. For the one we just did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Leatherface, Pinhead, which I do know is another, a different villain, <clears throat> Ghostface, or Slicey McStabby. Mm. Okay. Okay, I will now pause from doing my competitiveness. My competitiveness, I'm reeling it. Okay, sorry. Just wait to buzz in until after uh, Gabby has read all three answers. Or are there three or four? Four, four. all four. four. Here's Johnny. What is the name of the hotel where The Shining takes place? The Grand Frontier, Glacier Peak, the Overwatch Hotel, the Overlook Hotel. Mm. Well, I think Amanda got it. <laughs> I think it's the Overlook Hotel. It is the Overlook Hotel. <laughs> We're one in one. All right. What was the name of the infamous fishing boat used in the climactic shark hunt at the end of Jaws? Spellbound, Orca, High Tide, or Boy Oh Boy? 
Uh, I could guess. <laughs> okay, you guess, and if you get it wrong, I'll guess. Okay, that sounds fair. High tide. That is incorrect. I don't know. Guess <laughs> high tide. Mm-hmm. And name the options again. Spellbound, orca, high tide, boy, oh boy. Is it orca? It is orca. Ah! Okay. <laughs> Total guess. Total guess right there. Who was the main protagonist in the Scream series? Dewey Riley, Sydney Prescott, Casey Becker, or Cotton Weary? <laughs> yes, Brady. Sydney? That is correct. Yay! Yay! Oh, the name Cotton Weary cracks me up, though. <laughs> the what? Cotton Weary. Oh. <laughs> like, Cotton Eye Joe got tired. Now he's Cotton Weary. Um, um, oh, what is Cotton's name? There's a Cotton in Scream. Hold on. I think those are all characters from Scream. Yeah, it is Cotton Weary. Yeah, they're all characters that are in Scream. That's why I was yeah. kind of like confused by that question because I was like, I guess it's Sydney. I guess she's the main character. Yeah. Before he was caught and burned to death by angry townspeople, Freddy Krueger was a serial killer known as the Elm Street Murderer, Ohio State Stabber, Springwood Slasher, or Kitty Killer. Amanda? Elm Street Murderer. Is that right? That is incorrect. That's incorrect. Oh, no. That's what I would have guessed because Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now now Brittany gets guessed. What are the three options? The remaining options are Ohio State Stabber, Springwood Slasher or Kitty Killer. Is it the Springwood one? That is correct. (laughs) (laughs) You did it. (laughs) The Ohio Stabber, like that one cracks me up. (laughs) It sounds like that, like the the college mascot. Ohio State. (laughs) (laughs) The Ohio State Stabber. (laughs) I was thinking like the Scranton Strangler is what that reminded me of. I was thinking, okay, well, if he was a real serial killer in real life, what sounds like the most like mm. the serial killer nickname? Yeah. We can do a couple more. What is the name of the mysterious hypnotic location that Chris finds himself in during Get Out? And I'm supposed to give you options. Yeah, I was like, uh, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> uh, your options are the teacup, the sunken place, the apple orchard, or the alternate world. <laughs> Amanda? The Sunken Place. That is correct. That movie is so good. Gabby, you have to watch it. Mm-hmm. I will watch it with you if you're too scared. Okay. That's not Get Out. Get Out is the Jordan Peele one. Right, but not the not us with the clones. It's not, okay. yeah, the Bobblehangers. Yeah. I'll watch Get Out. I can't do the other one. <laughs> uh, Alrighty. The Purge is about a 24-hour period where all crime is legal in America. How often does this happen? Once every six months, once a month, once every five years, or once a year? <laughs> Brittany? Once a year. That is correct. I hate those movies. Oh man, I love them. <laughs> I have seen the first one. I, I thought it might have been a year, but I was like not sure, so I was going to hang back on that one. I think I've seen all of them except for one. But yeah. Oh, I love okay. those movies. Our last question, because I actually knew the answer to this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Michael Myers mask is actually a mask for what Star Trek character? Mr. Spock, Leonard McCoy, Jean-Luc Picard, or James T. Kirk? <laughs> Amanda. James T. Kirk. That is correct. <laughs> oh, I, I think I did know that. I was like, it's oh, the know. intersection <laughs> of Star Trek and horror. How could I not know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, where are you finding these questions? I want to play like a game, a trivia questionnaire thing. So you tell me I get right. Um, this, uh, this quiz brought to you by Goliath.com. Uh, <laughs> thanks for letting us borrow this. Um, so if you... Uh, google ultimate horror movie quiz you should find it nice well that was fun i hope it was fun fun. hope everyone listening at home got to play along too test your horror knowledge there a little bit okay well this was lovely i love spooky times i love hearing recommendations and playing our fun little games um okay so that leads us to the end of our podcast for the day and we are going to end on our one star goodreads review so i've got the legend of sleepy hollow by washington irving as the book that i've selected it's a classic it's all sorts of stuff based around it um there was that tv show sleepy hollow and of course the movie with johnny depp i think um and the book um so jackie rated it on goodreads um (laughs) i always do like doing this part too where i say the shelves that uh jackie put it on jackie put it on trash and (laughs) also una reads i'm not sure what that means um maybe it means like things that you only read once i don't know uni like you and i or things oh it might be for university yeah Yeah. had to read it for school maybe okay All right, so Jackie says, could there be any more descriptions? What a boring ass read. I literally almost fell asleep. (laughs) And I just loved how Jackie channeled Chandler Bing for this (laughs) review. All right, so that's our show. Let's end it by doing our best evil cackle laughter thing. (laughs) 